you have until our provisions arrive, provisions which will help us break into your elegant home. If you don't deliver him by the aforementioned time, we'll release the beast on him and on you. We don't want to kill our own. Please just let us purge. Why are you doing this to us? Because you are home. that his spine will be cracked. He's bluffing. How do you know that? Huh? He's FBI. He knows this stuff. Yeah, Paul. I know that stuff. Please just let us go. Look, you have everything ahead of you. You're still so young. Nothing's really happened yet. We could just say George's leg broke on the boat. Everyone will believe us, I promise you. Please don't do Please. this. Why are you degrading yourself? It's as painful for me as it is for you. You don't know anybody by the name of Iris? I don't know nobody named Iris. No? You got a gun? Yeah, they do. Suck on this. Oh, oh, oh. is coming. Hello, welcome once again to Dark Discussions, your place for the discussion of horror, film, fiction, and all that's fantastic. I am one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in the U.S. of A., and with me in the state of Michigan. This is Eric! Eric, how are you, sir? I am well. Indeed. And in the state of New York? Hi, this is Mike. Hi, how's it going? I'm poor. How are you, Phil? <laughs> uh, good. I, I hear my dog. She's, she's running back and forth. The kids must play, be playing with her upstairs. Um, and in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how's it going? I'm disturbed, but doing well otherwise. <laughs> Excellent. And uh, there's a reason why Kevin Letts is not joining us. He told me specifically because of... Yeah. Yeah. So did anyway, he actually uh, watch it? Did he actually no, watch it? I was no. gonna say I would feel sorry for him if he did because uh, yeah. I I tried to make it very clear last week what we were all getting into. You did, <laughs> but I don't think that I even comprehended the level of what you were talking about. Ooh, baby, baby. Uh, I, I've I've seen enough of those 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 type of Asian films to to know. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get into this. And it's uh, Asian. It's very very Asian. Indeed. So, uh, before we get into uh, our topic tonight, uh, for folks who stumbled upon us or just are uh, one of our normal listeners, we are part of the Dark Discussions News Network, which is www.darkdiscussions.com. Uh, Dark Discussions Podcast is the first and original uh, around 12 years now we've been uh, in existence. And we do have an email at darkdiscussions at AOL.com or just press the uh, contact us link on the menu on darkdiscussions.com and it will open up a form that you can fill out just like an email. Uh, we will read your emails on the podcast and we will uh, discuss anything and everything that you want to hear. So if you have a review in your email or opinions about the podcast or anything else, we will most certainly uh, read your email on the podcast. Uh, we also have something else on the darkdiscussions.com website. And what is that, Eric? Um, well, you know what they can't find on darkdiscussions.com? Women's lingerie. <laughs> Last week, uh, yeah, that's not there. on Twitter was asking if they should watch the movie Triangle. 
And I was like, yes, absolutely. You should watch this movie. It's awesome. And I went to find a link to send them a link to our episode that we did a podcast on the movie triangle for, and it's not on the website. And that Phil, made me very sad. Phil still hasn't yeah. released it yet. I, I got to re-release uh, some of the older episodes that uh, <laughs> I haven't moved fully yet from the original website. Gotcha. Yeah. Yes. So let me know when that's ready. Cause I, I need to send that to somebody. All right, I'll I'll do that one immediately as the first one one coming up, and then I can just redo cool. all the rest after. Triangle, bitch. Yeah. So, but what they can find on their discussion? Because we're Americans, there ain't nothing scarier than math. what they can find on darkdiscussions.com is a link to our Patreon account Patreon allows you to financially contribute to your online artists like podcasters producing this show is not free Phil has to pay for things like computer equipment and web hosting uh, and movie rentals and so on and so forth so if you would like to help us offset the cost of producing this show that's how you can do it you can go to patreon.com slash darkdiscussions or you can click on the Patreon badge on any page of darkdiscussions.com, which will take you to the same place. Uh, for every $5 a month that you care to contribute, you'll have the opportunity to submit a topic for us to possibly do a show on. Uh, we take all the submissions from our patrons and we draw one at random on a quarterly basis. Any and all contributions are greatly appreciated. Excellent. And uh, yes, uh, as Eric said, everything is appreciated. So thank you very much in advance. Um, so uh, if we have any news uh, or uh, uh, I guess uh, what we've been watching, we'll, we'll get to that at the end of the episode. Uh, but we will uh, mention one big news item, uh, the passing of uh, actor Ray Liotta at the age of 67 uh, in and? sleep. I'm sorry. We missed one from last week also. Oh, yeah. Who was that, Mike? I'll let you say it. Give it. was Fred Ward. That's right. Yep. From Tremors. Tremors, cast a deadly spell, among many other things. Indeed. Indeed. And uh, so uh, a couple of big names uh, passed. Um, rest in peace. We'll get into any further information about our feelings for them uh, next week. Uh, I mean, not next week. Uh, at the end of this episode, if we have some time. And uh, but we just wanted to uh, note their passing. And for folks who are curious, uh, for such as one of our listeners named Pam, uh, we are recording this on May 26, 2022, uh, Thursday evening. Uh, for folks that are curious, uh, sometimes these episodes aren't released immediately after they're recorded. So uh, some of our listeners like Pam are always curious to have date stamps of the actual recording versus the release date of the episode. All right. So uh, that's pretty much uh, the information we got there for uh, house cleaning. So uh, with all that stated, I guess, uh, Eric, uh, why don't you lead us out? I'm just kidding. Uh, why don't you uh, let us <laughs> for a certain reason, uh, but no, we'll get into it. Uh, what are we talking about tonight? Tonight, we're talking about the Taiwanese movie currently available on a shutter streaming service called The Sadness. This is not uh, our right. first Taiwanese film, is it? Uh, All right, we gotta get. The I, could, I couldn't say with certainty, but it might be. All right, it's my gotta, first Taiwanese uh, film. We, we, we gotta get the trail in. All right, so everybody, be quiet. Shh.
真的很漂亮，但年轻人是怎样？Sadness, a 2022 film for us. Uh, it was released in uh, overseas in Taiwan in 2021. Uh, the film is actually uh, uh, written and directed by a Canadian uh, of, I believe, Caucasian ancestry. Uh, however, uh, he did this film and does his, a lot of his work in Taiwan. Uh, and this is a Taiwanese film, or what some folks would say, the real China. Uh, as we will hear in the film itself. Uh, the film um, has received pretty decent reviews and has been well noticed by many folks, including RogerEbert.com. Uh, so it is uh, a noted film, not just a random independent film that we discovered. Uh, the film is available on Shudder, uh, and uh, folks who have that service can see this film uh, whenever they would like. Um, and that's pretty much uh, the information I got here. Uh, the producer is also Canadian, uh, David Barker and Jeffrey Zhuang. Uh, so it stars Barant Zhu, uh, Regina, simply Regina, and Zhu Chiang Wang. Uh, so I assume Regina must be some sort of uh, uh, famed individual um, or something. Uh, who knows? Who uh, is uh, Regina Lay on, the, on IMDb? Yeah, yeah, it is odd. Uh, some places it just says Regina Lee. Some places it just says Re- Regina. It's an interesting thing. But either way, uh, we can get into our discussion of how we heard about this film and what we thought about this film. And uh, let's start with you, Eric, since you were the one that uh, mentioned it as a possible episode. Uh, I found out about this film from watching um, an Australian YouTube channel called Spooky Astronaut. Um, she reviews horror movies and, uh, she reviewed it when it was on screens down there. Uh, she's very good at not spoiling things, which is one of the reasons I follow her channel. And she said, it's one of the craziest things she's ever seen in her life. Uh, and might be the goriest zombie movie she's ever seen. And that got my attention. Um, so I, I heard some other buzz for it before it was launched on shutter. So I watched it. I think I might have watched it the day it was released on Shutter, uh, and oh my god, <laughs> this is this is definitely one of the craziest, goriest movies I've ever seen. And something interesting that I noticed uh, 
because I watched it again to refresh myself uh, for the recording tonight. And earlier today, there was something at the beginning of the movie that was not there the first time I watched it, um, which was a graphic content warning at the beginning of the movie. It says this movie contains extreme violence and gore. Viewer discretion is advised. And this, now I'd like to, I'd like you watch this on, on what, what streaming? Yeah, yeah, I'm getting there, Mike. Uh, I I think it's noteworthy (laughs) that on a streaming service dedicated to horror, enough people reached out to them that they felt the need to put a graphic content warning on a horror exclusive streaming channel. (laughs) So (laughs) that might tell you something about uh, what's in the movie. So if you choose to watch it, buckle up (laughs) because there's some shit in this movie. Uh, It is uh, very, very, very violent and disturbing on multiple levels. And we'll get into all the details later. But overall, I actually really liked it, even though it disturbed me a great deal. Uh, it's probably a top five zombie for me, personally. All right, sounds good. Uh, Bart? Yeah, um, you guys said we were going to watch this, so I watched it. Uh, it is definitely very gory. It's up there. I've seen you know some other movies that might come close, but uh, it's it's really out there. It goes beyond what I've ever seen in, in some of its scenes. Um, it's a, it's a rough ride cause it's very rough ride for the characters and it's a little disturbing and be prepared for it. That's all I got to say. All right. Did you like it? Yes, I liked it, but I'm still disturbed by it. <laughs> all right. Uh, Mike, what do you got? Yeah. Um, it is what it is. I, I, I think I could quibble a little bit with the, the, the zombie classification only in that I think people might be looking for something slightly different. If I picked a movie that I, weirdly enough, think actually matches it best, might be Mom and Dad with mm. Nicolas Cage. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, this is the one that – and zombie genre is one what that's was so that, bastardized. What? What's that Australian one where – uh, Wormwood. It kind of reminded me of that one too. But anyway, so um, yeah. But it is a it is a disturbing film in a lot of ways. I think as weird as it's going to sound, it could be more graphic. There really is a lot of yeah. stuff that is they do yep. not show you the violence. True, but they're probably counting on you not looking at the screen. <laughs> uh, you know, so, uh, like, if you've ever heard the phrase skull fucking, um, yep. yeah, there, there, there's a good example of oh, that. Yeah, we don't actually, yeah, but, um, so, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, it's really weird. I just finished watching it uh, about an hour and a half ago, and I'm not, it's not a bad movie. It's, it is a very good movie. I'm not sorry, sure, uh, how much depth it has to it. Um, but if you're into watching, if this is the kind of thing that you're into, it, they give it to you. They give it to you good and hard. <laughs> uh, so let's just, let's just put it like that. So it's, it's one of those things where, yeah, you're not going to give somebody a blanket recommendation 
and say, "Oh yeah, bring bring the bring the wife, bring the kids, bring grandma, yeah. and, and settle down." You you really even with horror fans, even if you're a zombie movie fan, uh, you yeah, have to you be really. really careful in how you who you recommend this movie to. Yeah, you really uh, have there to be are, into this type of thing to want to watch this movie. Yeah, on the other hand, there's a lot of uh, trigger warnings. Um, the uh, the one trigger warning that I don't think will apply is warning no, is dogs being killed in the film because that doesn't happen, to the best of my knowledge. You're right. It doesn't happen. Doesn't. Weird. So, so when someone said they have all the trigger warnings, it doesn't. Dogs are safe. <laughs> all the other trigger warnings... I think might apply. Uh, yeah. Uh, I will also say, you know, I did see some people that I, uh, I first heard about it. Somebody had mentioned it on, uh, on social media a couple of weeks ago and said, Oh my God, you know, uh, what do you call it? Sadness is coming to, uh, to shutter. You got to watch that. And somebody said, it's the, it's even better than train to Busan. And I'm going to, now I, and that's obviously hyperbole. I, did not put oh, any credit sure. in that, but uh, no, I, I would not even come close to putting this as better than Train to Busan. More intense, perhaps, uh, but it doesn't like have the same richness and depth, I think, in my opinion. doesn't mean it's too bad. Well, yeah, the, the, you have a valid point, Mike. I, I just want to call out that there are gorehounds out there that would consider this the better movie. Right. If that's yep. if that, right. is well, the, well, that is the one area where I'd say it's the case. My point is, as always... Okay. Right. Take right. take any comparison with a grain of salt. Uh, okay. All right. So uh, so uh, did you like it or not, Mike? Yeah, I liked it. I, I don't okay. know. I'm still processing right. a lot of it, but I liked it. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Uh, for me, um, yeah, I heard about this film because of Eric, um, and uh, he he warned me before going in. I, I didn't see that message uh, when Please I watched. Tell me you it. did not watch this with your wife. No. 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 Okay. Good. Kids. Watch it with no. the kids? No. No. Uh, uh, so um, it was uh, three nights ago or two nights ago I watched it. Um, and that didn't have the shutter warning yet. So if that happened, it must have been within the past 24 to 48 hours. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, it is gory and all that, but it, it didn't frighten, uh, freak me out because I, I had seen many of these uh, Asian films, whether Hong Kong, J- Japan, Korea or uh taiwan anyway that have insane craziness like this um anyway uh a lot of b movies and stuff plus all the italian films from the 1970s were fairly much like this as well um so that uh didn't bother me um I, it's a really good film um i i would agree with mike that this is uh not it's hyperbole hyperbole to say it's one of the best zombie films ever uh but again it, it comes to taste and and as eric mentioned he says it's one of his top five zombie films of all time um i actually liked the first 25 minutes or so the best um again because i like the, the downfall versus the actual um zombie action um and and so it, it's you know standard zombie fare when it comes to that stuff. Uh, but yeah, the the gore is crazy. Uh, these zombies are still intelligent. Uh, they they just have like the hate, um, the hate virus or something, which which you've, I've seen in in books. Um, and I guess uh, the another movie that we're thinking of doing, Virus Thirty Two, which is a Uruguay film, uh, also on Shutter. Um, 
zombie like is is kind of like this too where it's the hate virus rather than walking dead crazies with no brain um so um as mike said yeah it depends on the audience to to view it you don't you don't want to watch this with your date or unless she's a gore hound too um but yeah it's a, it's a really good film um it could be a top 10 to top 20 film probably a t- more top 20 because um it's it's a standard you know one hour and 30 something minute zombie film but if you like zombie films this is a, this is a really good one um all right so uh it seems like we, we all i like the film uh eric do we have a imdb or wiki 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 uh, a young couple tries to. Uh, sorry, got the tense wrong. A young couple trying to reunite amid a city ravaged by the, a plague that turns its victims into deranged, bloodthirsty sadists. All right. Yep. So pretty much sums it up. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, I went in blind, so I, I didn't even know um, how it would work, uh, and if it was just going to follow a couple people, or if it was um, a whole ensemble cast uh so uh, i'm glad i did not read that wiki slash imdb uh, or see the trailer um i did read a little bit about the film through the ebert review but i stopped and didn't want to read it because i wanted to go in blind uh they gave it three out of four stars um all right so uh for folks who are new to the podcast or, or who are not uh basically we here don't just review films we critique and dissect as well. So uh, very shortly after uh, some discussion, we will throw up a spoiler and talk about everything and anything uh, related to the film, uh, including spoilers and specifics and symbolisms and controversies and anything else that we feel uh, as good topics. Uh, But before then, we usually talk about general stuff related to the film and the genre and things of that nature. Uh, we did talk a little bit already about where we feel this movie is a zombie film. Uh, Eric mentioned it was one of his favorites of all time. Um, so that that's pretty impressive. Uh, so if you follow uh, Eric's taste in films, um, it may even be more of a film for you to check out. Um, all right, so what do we want to talk about uh, in general stuff? Uh, general topics without spoilers um well one thing i want to talk about and it's i mean i guess technically it's a spoiler but it's also the very beginning of the movie um so you're gonna see it in the first five minutes anyway uh which is that the setup for this movie i thought was extremely effective in that it's pretty much now (laughs) it's like they show you everything that we've been watching for the last two years uh, on television about people having debates about uh, the pandemic and whether people should be wearing masks and Closing up oh, stuff it's, only, it's only like a bad cold. So what's the big That's bullshit? It's all a conspiracy. It's all hoax. <laughs> so I, I thought it was really effective to set it up like that because it's something that's so real uh, to anybody who's been around recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it takes place today, basically. Yeah, so that's an excellent point, Eric. Um, yeah, so we we hear things from like the neighbor complaining about um, lockdowns, and um, it's just a cold, like you said, Mike. Um, you know, uh, heck with masks, and on and on. Um, 
And uh, yeah, that sounds legit. So uh, it's it is uh, timely in a, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, I'm guessing this had to have been written after 2020. Uh, yeah, it, I, it was. A two, it would be, it would be amazing. 20, it was a 2021 released film, so I assume it was after COVID for sure. Yeah. Not that it would take a lot just to take a standard. Like I could see someone having written this story and just taking it. Yeah. Yeah. Just tweaking a few things in there. Cause it's not like the zombie films have ever gone away. Um, they're not as yep. prevalent as they were say 10 years ago, but, um, or 20 years ago when 28 days later came out and kicked the whole thing off again. Right. Yeah. Well, well, and I just want to bring as, up that that was 20 years ago. Cause we're old. Yeah. And as far as, um, uh, 20 days later goes, uh, I, that's probably the closest comparison to this movie as it is a, a virus that, that spreads and infects people. Yeah. Um, like rabies almost. Yeah. They, they, well, they, they actually even say rabies. that. Yeah. Yeah. They actually even say that word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause as I mentioned, it's got proteins from the Lassa virus and Lassa viruses, uh, uh, as related to rabies. Well, I mean, here's the thing you have, you, you can start with the crazies, which yep. beat, um, 70 something. Right. Where a, and I oh, think and, where oh, I and like then, and then the remake, the remake too. Yeah, that was remake and the remake actually. Yeah, that was freaking awesome. The remake. And I think where I think that comparison for me works a little better is that it's um, in Twenty Eight Days Later they're they're closer to zombies. If you take the very uh, one basic definition of zombie is as someone who acts mindless. Yeah, they're mindless. You're right. Yeah, they're <laughs> mindless rage creatures. Where here they have their full faculties. They just have turned off whatever their little uh, internal sensors are. Yep. Well, and one of the things I found so effective about this movie is that they still talk and the things yeah. they say are horrible. Yep. <laughs> right. Yep. Right. Well, partly that's why I was making me think of mom and dad because, because mom and dad was uh, basically taking the, the, whatever the, if you haven't seen the film, I highly recommend it with Nicolas Cage. Uh, is that it has a um, it t- basically turns off the thing that keeps parents from killing their kids and flips it on its head. <laughs> but otherwise, they're perfectly they're normal. They can have a conversation, but they really, really want to butcher their kids with power tools. Right. But they still have their they still have their brain and they still have their language. They still know who they are. They uh, they remember everything. You know, there's no delusion. That's kind of the thing here is they they are still who they are. They're just the absolute worst versions of themselves that could possibly be. All the stuff that society has said, no, you can't do that. Every worst impulse you've ever had, you know, all your desires to, to use your phones in the movie theater, that all just comes out. <laughs> Indeed. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, um, the, the interesting aspect about this quote unquote zombie film is, as Eric mentioned, the, uh, or I should say you mentioned actually, um, the, the faculties are still there where they say terrible things and whatever, but they're not mindless blobs. It's, uh, it's kind of interesting. Um. I don't know what else to bring up that isn't spoilery. I'm trying to think of stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Um, really, because everything that happens, it's it's a very basic plot. And yeah. I, I think most of us, I knew nothing about this coming in other than uh, Asian uh, zombie film. And so, like, you meet the two, the couple, and if you have seen any movie like this ever, you should immediately be thinking, oh, they're going to get separated, and they're going to need to find themselves again. You know, yeah. when you meet the neighbor, you, you know pretty much what's going to happen with the neighbor. Right. Yeah. Um, very, very cliched stuff. Again, that's not bad. There are tropes in the genre, and, and it works. There are tropes for a reason. Yep. But then it's how do the details unfold? And because we, that we don't know. So we see, like, the uh, – uh, is it Jim? Uh, the, yeah, Jim. Yeah, Jim. Jim like steps out on his balcony. He sees a woman in a white nightgown with a with a, a standing on a roof with a bunch of blood down it. And, you know, we've all seen this. You know, the whether it's Shaun of the Dead or whatever, where Subject you see the, zero. the one person. What's that? Subject zero. Subject zero, right? Where you see that one person and you go, oh, that's there's a zombie. He's starting to, but he doesn't know what's going on. It just was weird. Mm-hmm. You know, that's going to come play back later. So it's that little something wrong in the background. That the plague is coming. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, not what, that it matters. What, we know it's a zombie film, but go on, Mike. I mean, Eric. I was just going to say what, what really, for me, set this set this apart from a lot of other movies is the, uh, the, the extreme gore and specifically the amount of blood um, that we see in this movie. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's similar to um, uh, Kill Bill volume one but it, yeah yeah, yeah there's uh, some spots it's that cartoonish uh blood spray like you're, you're right it is a kill bill volume one-ish but but they they don't have the r-rated or nc-17 issues over there like they do here mm-hmm. so he doesn't have to uh the director to black and white <laughs> yeah exactly exactly yeah um as, as we know uh that movie um Oh, what the heck was it called? Uh, Evil Dead Two, mm-hmm. that was originally released as uh, unrated because of the the blood and gore. So um, it is something interesting, at least in in the states, when it comes to that stuff. But over there, it's not a problem at all. As we, we discovered. But um, don't but don't show your genitalia during porn movies. <laughs> right. Right. It's just weird. Every nation has its weird hangups. Yes. You know, yeah, we, well, we, that, don't, we, is, don't, we don't like, we, we have, you know, we, I don't know. We don't like this really is Taiwan, sex, so I, violence. I don't know. This is Taiwan. So I don't know if they, they do the, the, uh, pixelation of the, of the genitalia like they do in Japan. So I don't know. It's a good question. Mike. You should Google that yeah. on your work computer. No, no. <laughs> Just just make sure you can get the results to so turn off your VPN. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, back to uh, this film here. Uh, any other items that we wanted to bring up prior to uh, the spoiler stuff? But, yeah, Mike, you pretty much summed it up. Um, yeah, they introduce a, a secondary or a minor character that you know is going to play a role later, That their red shirt, which is uh, – well, we won't name the, the character, but – um, cause that's spoiler. Um, and then they're going to be separated and, and that, that 
happens and and things like that so um that's all i got anybody else want to bring anything up barrett you haven't said anything what, what do you got i mean it's pretty much all the non-sporly stuff has been said true true i did like a lot of the effects i thought they were pretty cool and well done um and i i enjoyed that about the film true true yeah and I also think they do a good job, in some cases, especially early on, of what of telling the story by what they don't show. Um, again, they really could have, and for all I know, there's a NC thirty eight oh. rating out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I bet you the Taiwan version of the film is another ten minutes. Um, you know, not recommended for anyone who's not on social security. Um, <laughs> well, but, it's, it's honestly part of, part of the the I don't want to say genius because that's a little strong, um, but but part of the effectiveness of this movie is that uh, they depict awful, awful, awful shit in this movie. But a lot of it, the way they show it to you, is the really, really awful thing is just off screen, yep. and you're seeing somebody else's or somebody's face while it happens. Um, but it's still that, that to, at least for me personally did not track from the horribleness of the acts that were being committed. No, it made and it I, almost worse. Cause your imagination is worse than what you could probably have shown. And I was also thinking about like, there's a scene early on in the first act before everything goes, goes to shit with, uh, with, 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 uh, somebody pulled over by the cops. Mm hmm. Uh, which I think was effective. Yeah. Uh, because they show you a before and an after. And you don't even really get to ever get to see the in-between. Right. Um, at one point in the film, there's a shot of a stroller, and there's just a pulpy mass in it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Actually, that, that, the cop scene, um, it, it, not including the woman on the roof, uh, the cop scene is is probably the second. Well, actually, so if we include the woman on the roof, that's the second thing. To, if you went into this film blind, not knowing it was a zombie film, that would be the second scene to make you think, okay, this is not a romance film like I originally thought. Yeah, <laughs> for sure not. <laughs> you know, yeah. So, well, it does have it, one of those titles that that could be. Well, and we'll, right. we'll talk about this, the, the title post father. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Um, yeah, because I think, we title, need to, I think we need to get the spoiler flag up. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. So uh, at this point, uh, we will throw in the spoiler alert up. So we're going to talk about everything and anything related to the sadness. Uh, so you've been warned if you don't care, uh, like some of our listeners, like Kevin, um, or Sean, um, you keep on listening. Otherwise, you can go watch the film on Shutter, once again called The Sadness, and come back uh, and listen to our full thoughts on the film and its meaning and all that other wonderful stuff. Uh, so the spoiler alert is up. Okay, and so I just got it. I just got to know: is it is, is the the phrase "I have her eyeball fluids on my penis"? Is that a uh, is that unusual or what? I'm just not sure if that's supposed to be an unusual thing. <laughs> unusual, yeah. I'd say that that's not usual. Okay. Yeah. 
so I might just we, jump see, right to it. Yeah. Uh, see, because at <laughs> first we think it's a rage virus, but oh no, it is not a rage so much virus. More. Well, it's it is a rage virus, but it's a really kind of specific, effective one. Yeah, it's a, it's a hate virus, is what I would call it. Well, well it's so, interesting. Kind of sexual this, aspect to it. What, what's interesting about this movie is that eventually you get kind of an explanation as to how the virus works, which is kind of cool. Uh, and yeah. if it's not real, Mike, don't tell me. I don't care. I thought it was cool. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, they give you a, 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 at least a hand-weavy scientific explanation uh, of how this particular virus works on humans. And I thought it was interesting because one of the things the person explaining it says is that the person is aware of everything that they're doing and how horrible it is. But the part of their brain that normally allows you to control yourself uh, from acting on your worst impulses is being overridden by this virus. And so they're doing all the worst things they can possibly think of and can't stop themselves, even though they know it's wrong. And I think that is where the title of the movie comes from. Cause there is a couple of, a couple of instances too that I saw specifically on my rewatch today, uh, where when a person first gets infected, you see a tear roll down their yeah, cheek. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought that was cool. And so I think that's what it's referring to is that when they get infected, the, before they they're completely taken over, they realize what's happening and start crying because they know they're about to lose control and start doing awful, awful things. Makes sense. Well, and it was, yeah, it was, uh, I, I like that they gave us an explanation. So many of these movies just, you know, don't. Mm-hmm. And I liked having that, that kind of pseudoscientific explanation that yeah, could at least me keep me going. Yeah. That uh, the guy who gave the explanation, though, he's all about uh, experimentation. <laughs> well, they kind of gave two explanations, right? They had the guy on the TV earlier in the movie, and then they had that guy. Well, and you know what? Today, when I did my rewatch, I took a picture of the guy at the beginning just to make sure it wasn't the same guy at the end, and it's not. Um, I even thought but, of that. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I was like, what's that? Because when you first meet him at the end, he's wearing a mask and, and a full body suit. Yeah, and everything, yeah so. you have a good point. I never even thought of doing that. Yeah. No, but the, yeah. the guy at the end has a much wider nose. Gotcha. Yeah, they, I, I kind of at one point thought maybe they're the same, but then I said, no, nah, that'd be too coincidental. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't bother going back to, to see. And they uh, kind of hold up. I mean, the, the guy at the beginning is your, your Devin Fauci type. He's not the guy who's actually in the lab doing anything. Um, where this guy is a guy who's been, he's just there for like a public face to educate the general public Mm -hmm. or the guy at the end of the film is a guy who like was sounding the, the spoiler warnings a year ago and nobody listened. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, he's taken all the precautions he possibly can. Um, I'm sure this is going to be interesting because I, I couldn't help but call recall some of the discussions that we had on the Cortana's communique podcast uh about um uh Halsey who's a scientist and uh what are the ethical limits <laughs> and 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 for for what reason because i could justify everything the guy does doesn't make it any less horrible um 
Right. So, but yeah, and they have to explain. And by the way, and I do think the main reason they explain it, unlike like the rage virus, is because it is. If there is a depth to the film, that's where the depth kind of comes in. Is that it's basically explaining a certain philosophy of mankind that I think that Eric Webster, you could probably sum up very well. Uh, people suck. I think that was the, yeah, that's the thing, right? Is that, Indeed. Uh, and, and I think the fact that you see the scientist who we know is not infected do some seriously horrible stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then, and excuse and justify it. It's kind of the way of saying, yeah, like you've never wanted to fuck somebody's eyeball, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, it's it's the the line in Hamlet, right? I am I myself am indifferent, honest, but I could accuse myself of things that my bid be better. My mother had not borne me, you know. <laughs> is that um, you know even good people have like had that moment of Jesus Christ. Why the hell is there, is there somebody ahead of me online with 12 items? They should burn in hell. <laughs> you know, it's just. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I actually saw that today. Uh, some uh, guy flipped out the, the checkout girl may have made a mistake. and But I had my headphones on, so I wasn't sure exactly what was going on. Had I had my <laughs> headphones out, I would have tried to feel, uh, calm down everybody. Um, and the girl didn't understand. And the guy said, oh, don't worry about it. Um and then she said, okay, I, yeah, I'm sorry, I don't understand. And then he just flips and he says, that's it, you fuck, fuck, fuck this shit. And he walks out and he leaves like 20 items on the counter. And it's like, what a jerk. <laughs> and so he did all that shopping, got all that stuff, and then he just walks out because of a minor mistake that all could have been corrected if he explained it better. But he just – What was the mistake? I don't so know. He had his headphones in. Oh, it was okay. something to do with one of those recyclable bags and, you know, uh, buying. Oh, she probably didn't give him credit. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't the person that had him online. Pennies, it, right? was the, it was the customer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was yeah, the, the cashier, rather. The ca- no, the, the, it was the customer that was the dink. Right, but I, I didn't realize the woman was the, the girl was the cashier. I just thought oh, it was a gotcha. girl in yeah, front yeah, of him yeah, online. Yeah, yeah, it was some jerk this I missed morning that. after after the gym, uh, like at seven thirty in the morning, and it's like, my God, he just walked out. Anyway, sorry, that, but uh, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, but but you you did bring up a, a the guy in the checkout lane, Mike, so I had to bring it up. So anyway, continue, Mike. No, that was about it. It's like that's the point of the film. If there's a, if the film has a point, I think that's it. Is that there's a darkness in everybody. And the virus is just bringing it all out, you know, um, where I, I, had that, I think that was the point of the movie. I think you yeah. hit the nail on the head. That was what it was trying to get at. And and let's be honest, we saw plenty of that in the pandemic. And um, and I don't care what side of any issue you have on anything. It's not what your oh, it's not often what your beliefs are. It's how you handle dealing with people who disagree with those beliefs. Right. How much of a dick are you to other people? I know a lot of people are on we're on all sorts of sides of the, the virus issue and the pandemic issue and masks and whatnot. And I saw a lot of self-righteous assholes on both sides. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, and, and as opposed to have making any attempt at all to have any empathy or understanding where other people were coming, 
They just right. had to be the worst human beings in the world. They couldn't possibly have a point of view that was different than yours that deserves some consideration, even if you don't in the end agree with it. Right. right. Um, and, and we are at that. And there's there's issues that I don't want to bring up, uh, but that we deal with in politics all the time that never get anywhere because nobody ever wants to concede that, yeah, maybe the other side might have a point about something or maybe the other side just uh, is just actually sincere in what they're saying as opposed to wanting to, to have nothing but sinister motives. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's no reason why people can't come in the middle, but all in all though, the people in this movie that become dark, it's specifically because they are infected with a virus. In other mm -hmm. words, if they weren't infected with a virus, they would just be the people they normally would be, whether they're good or bad or otherwise. While the virus turns everybody into uh, raging, hateful, uh, demented, and disgusting people. Uh, now, so I would disagree on one point there. There is one guy that I think was getting close to acting on his impulses before the rage virus and the rage virus just made him even worse. That's what I just said, Barrett. I said, whether you're evil or good or bad, you're going to, if you didn't have this virus, you would, you would be that person that you normally are anyway, but the virus. Oh, okay. Itself, then I, see, turns, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So the virus, so you're absolutely right. But the virus turns everybody into uh, an evil, their worst, their worst bastard. self, their worst yeah. self. Yeah. And any any dark fantasy they gonna, ever had. Give them some Thai basil for dinner, right? Seems like a pretty nice dude. Uh, yeah. Twenty minutes later, not so nice. No. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good point. But yeah, so so I mean, so do do people really have that dark side that Mike? You, you say if we really want to look at this film as a a message movie, um, that I mean, people do suck, as Eric says, so that, that's fair. But I think that you could argue that's kind of a stretch to to say that, though, because because again, if you're not infected with the virus, you're not going to be the nutbag that you turn out to be. But if we're just looking at it as quote unquote art, or I guess then anybody can say everybody has a dark side, and this virus brings it out, even though, again, I, I would consider that an illness more than anything. But Well, I mean, I think, and I'm, I, we, we have certainly discussed this before, you know, there's, there's different philosophies of humanity, and uh, I, I don't know who is on the other side, but um, it was Locke or Hobbes or whoever, it was the idea that humans are inherently corrupt and have and, and requires civilization to tame their, their worst instincts. And then I know the other side is Rousseau, which is the idea that humans are inherently noble savages and that it's civilization is a corrupting influence. And I, I am of the opinion that small children do not need it to be taught how to be assholes. Um, they, they, they need to be taught how to think about others um, and put their own considerations behind it. Nobody needs to, you've never seen a, a one-year-old say, no, no, you go on doing what you're doing. I will sit here in my own shit for a few minutes while you finish your dinner. <laughs> um, no, it's I'm uncomfortable. I'm going to scream and wail and draw a tantrum until I get, until what I I get changed. Right. Until <laughs> right. I get what but, but, but again, that's just nature's instinct to let 
parents know. I mean, I, I went through so many of those children's classes, you know, pregnancy classes, all that stuff with my wife when we were before we had the kids and they were talking about that. You know, because they want to, one of the classes is to make sure that you don't flip out and beat your kid because of, of stuff like that. Um, <laughs> I don't have they, kids. Yeah, but, well, they said that, you know, the, the reason the baby cries is because it needs something. And that's the only way it can communicate with us. So it'll cry if it needs food. It'll cry if it has a dirty diaper I, and it's uncomfortable and so on. So, right, but it's really also, but its needs always right. take precedence over it others. Needs we have are to present. learn. Yep. We and even learning your your instincts are going to want you to take care of yourself first. It's that's when you become a hero is when you deny those instincts and do something right. for someone else. Right, but but if if you're a little kid, or even or in this case, in this example or analogy, uh, the baby, they have an excuse. Um, now, if you're a 14 year old and you say, "Ma, I need I need the pretzels." go get me pretzels and ma goes all right son and she goes and get you know like archie where's my beer you know that crap <laughs> then that is um that is selfishness right i i i don't i mean in other words i see your point mike i just don't like that analogy the, the baby analogy that's all no my point <laughs> is that that we start the world as selfish little creatures that are we concerned that entirely way. with ourselves, <laughs> and we have to learn. <laughs> and we have to learn to see others as as things that have their own agency and their own wants and desires, and those deserve consideration as well. And if you don't teach the kid that, if the kid is never taught that lesson, it doesn't end well. Yes. Right. Yeah. I, I guess I just don't like that that explanation uh, yeah. because again, children, babies, based off of all those classes I took. They, they're as we as and you would agree with this, Mike. They don't have a fully developed brain, and, and we all know that even adult males don't get their brain fully uh, until the twenty fifth year, and yeah. uh, twenty five years old. Um, so, um, as a baby, that self—I wouldn't even call it selfishness. It's instinctual. I would just, yeah, I would it's call instinctual. it instinctual. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like but because puppies do the same thing and cats. What are we even talking about now? Phil no, just no, doesn't Mike. like Phil. Phil doesn't like it. He's trying to equivocate and and rather than address the point head on, people are people are born with with selfish instincts. They just are. We're born with uh, bad impulses. We're born with selfish impulses, and we have to learn to restrain them. We are. Okay, but but I I I just didn't like the the baby analogy because again the babies need to communicate somehow. But but well, I would the agree. problem is you start teaching the baby this from the beginning. I'm hoping I I would agree when they're six or seven year old kids for sure because they're so my toy my toy yeah but but Vivian you're not playing with it but just it's still just, mine, just to so. pick a name at random yeah I think it doesn't matter at this point <laughs> I think we should go back to the movie yes yeah that's right. Um, but again, Mike was just trying to make a analogy of, of what, what the movie and the virus, uh, means and what how the, it brings out the, right. the selfishness again, right. Or the, or the craziness or the, our lizard brain takes and over. Why yeah. The explanation in the movie, what the, the limbic system. does is it, it hooks up your limbic system with your sexual drive, I believe is what it says. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so all your most violent and sexual thoughts overdrive everything else in your being. Right. And well, the, and the, right. You're, you're, you're deviant too. 
Right, yeah, yeah I was going to say, it totally changes them to, in a way. It makes them all violent. Yeah. Right, your limbic system is more your primitive core of your brain, where your cerebral cortex is what we think of as the rational thinking part of your brain. The limbic system is more that primitive reptile part of your brain. And mm-hmm. he uses the example of, um, you know, some people who've had damage, damage to their limbic system and they can drink all they want. They were still always going to be thirsty. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's correct. And, that would suck. Yeah, and I think the analogy he's saying here, without actually outright explicitly saying it, is you can bang all you want, you're never going to not be horny. <laughs> right. That's a good analogy. Well, and 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 one of, one of my favorite moments in the movie because it just I totally it hit me in the face out of nowhere because I totally was not expecting it is when our uh, is when Jim on his little journey on his uh, scooter. <laughs> comes across that group of men who's just like totally beating on somebody else with a baseball bat. Um, and he like does what, and then they like pick this guy up and ram him into a barbed wire covered pole uh, in the crotch. And then, uh, so Jim interrupts and, and scares the four of them away and then the guy who had just gotten slammed against the pole turns to him and goes, why'd you stop them? I was about to shoot my load. I was just like, oh, my God. What am I even watching? Yeah, that was a pretty messed up scene. It was, sure was messed up. And he almost sure gets was. killed because of it, right? I mean, he's. Yeah, well, that was whole, that was really weird. It's like at that point. When the whole world's in chaos, um, what, and this guy's already been beaten up with bats, I, I, I would just, I would, I, honestly, I, I think I would have just left him. That's the hero thing, though. He was, deni- he was denying the self-interest part there to go and save that guy, and it showed what the consequences were. He nearly right. died. Well and, and, well, and that's the thing. At that point, every if, if it was a disease... I, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it, I mean, when it was a violent, crazy disease like that, where we, we, he already saw it firsthand with his neighbor, with his uh, the people at the diner, with uh, the, the street people, uh, and and then these guys with the baseball bats. After that, I I I, I would have just said, yeah, this guy's that's laying on the ground. He's 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 kaput. You know, and because I think that's where he got infected. That's where Jim got infected was helping that guy because he has the cut. And that was yeah, the and it gets. He, yeah. You know, so it's like I would have just I would have just walked, left him. I, I wouldn't even have checked on him. I would have thought he got infected with the bite, but. The bite? Well, in those particular circumstances, yeah, I, might, I might agree with Phil. He got, yeah, his, what, what? He, he got his, his fingers cut off until that point. He didn't get bit. He got thrown up on, wasn't it? That guy threw up on his hand. It was yeah. It was the, it was the guy that he was trying to help, right? Yeah, and he threw up on his hand, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's where he got affected by trying. But that's like how, said, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. and if I have, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, if I have one gripe with this movie, it's that the infection time uh, seems to vary greatly. Um, for instance, if you're going to go that route, um, this guy actually doesn't start to show his infection until later when he's on the phone with his girlfriend. Right. Some people are more resistant. Yeah, and, and well, they kind of say that because know. the girlfriend's resistant, right? Seems to me you're either resistant or you're not. 
Well, no, well, I mean, a lot of things affect people different ways. Viruses will act weirdly depending on what part of the body yeah, they, they interact with. Um, you know, how big a load you have in you. And, um, I just, I just how, big, how big a load did you get? <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, no, but I thought it was weird, like on the subway scene, for instance, um, it seemed to be spreading virtually instantly. Uh, and then, like later with our with our guy Jim, um, it takes him quite a while Long to set in. Yeah, that's all. Well, I'm because that way the story can do what it wants. I well, know. we don't actually we don't, we're saying. actually not sure how long it takes because he doesn't do much after that scene, right? Right. And oh, right. Yeah, he could have got infected. He may have been fully. He was. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, because they don't really show point, his eyes. Right. The point. The point. They, he gets they, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt the here. Point. They show. They show the moment he becomes infected. That's what I was going to say, though. You, oh yeah, yeah they the do. Point, they show not, the tear coming. The tears. Down. No, no, no. The tears, no but, yeah. but let me get my point of that. They show him getting spit on, and then it's like the next scene. After you know, they cut to the girlfriend, and they come back, cut back to him. In the next scene, he calls the girlfriend, and that's when he's infected. So we don't know the time between him being spit on to the time he calls the girlfriend near the pond. That's because, true. And, and the girlfriend scene may not be happening after his scene. It could be happening at the exact same time. So they show his first, you know, his 15 minutes of time. Then they go back to her 15 minutes, minutes prior and then go through, you know, so that's what I'm. But thinking. I will say he's right. It's probably way longer than it took the people on the subway. Yeah, yeah, that's the point. I was yeah, 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 the, the yeah, people right, in the subway were were twenty eight yeah, days later, five five seconds, and then bang. Yeah. Yeah, they're the, talking about it. That subway scene, holy shit! Oh my god, god. that was crazy. That that woman on the roof, though, she it may have took her longer too, right? We don't know. Don't, she was already oh, infected the first yeah, time. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And she already had the blood on her. Yeah, so who knows? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, the subway scene. Yeah, that that was that was a crazy scene. I like the dinosaur scene better, um, personally. But um, with the guy's face melting and getting torn yeah, off, yeah. I, yeah, like, that, that was, was the real. first real violent thing they showed, and yeah. was just like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, I appreciate a uh, a zombie that you know takes time to th- properly prepare its food. <laughs> <laughs> Deep fried. Oh, that's terrible. You're right. It was, French fr- it was the French fries. <laughs> it was the French, French fries. Fry yeah. No, yeah. but like, I don't think I'd ever seen that in a movie before, and I, I hadn't seen the the Spike <laughs> so elegantly put the skull fucking. Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd never seen that before. There was just a whole bunch of really awful, violent shit I I hadn't seen depicted until I watched this movie. Yeah, I know. I know there was some film by Edward Lee, uh, uh, not by him, but but his book that was uh, released like when we first started the podcast, uh, and the indie film that was called something gross, um, and it was exactly that where people were became like crazy and they did the skull fucking, um, and I never bothered seeing it because I thought that was kind of gross. Uh, well, and here's the thing about that is that they, when it's happening, you know it's happening, but they don't actually show it happening. Yeah. But then later, oh my god, later you see her eye hole has been widened. 
Yeah. It's just like, no! <laughs> and then he explicitly talks about it after he's done it, too. You're just like, oh, God. I just got up. I just got to say, though, I'm sorry. Wasn't whined by a lot. I'm just, you know. He doesn't have much to boast about. It's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, but then there's also the thing. Doesn't it? He mentions that he like stopped when she started enjoying it, or um, by the end she was begging me. She was begging for it, and which gets back to the guy with the telephone pole on the the barbed wire, Um, and that leads to one of the the doctors like weirder, creepier comments when he says, uh, "You can't rape someone who's willing." Then again, you know. Who knows if you haven't tried? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. So, so again, there's that that sort of he's looking at it clinically. <laughs> um, yeah, but oh, and then the comment uh, that the neighbor makes. Oh my god! See, and this is what those was like. I I thought the stuff that the the infected people were saying was like just beyond disturbing. Uh, and like when he cuts off Jim's two fingers with the hedge clippers, and he says, "Don't worry, I'll finger your girlfriend for you." I'm just like, yeah. oh, dude, yes. insult yeah. on top of injury. Well, it's all it's all about appetites, right? Whether it's sexual appetites or, or finger foods, um, <laughs> it's appetites, right? That's that's the limbic system, it's the survival drives, which reproduction is part of that. Um, but yeah, that was, that was just like, um, that's when you know that this is not your normal zombie film. Right. Yeah. And it's not, and it's not your normal <coughs> rage virus either. Right. Yeah. No, I thought the fact that they were talking and saying just the horrible stuff they were saying was, was what made it one of the things that made it so effective for me personally. And more disturbing. Yeah. yeah. It, it was why it was a lot harder to watch because they were still kind of human. They weren't mindless beings. Right. And then once the doctor explains that they actually know that everything they're doing is horrible and just can't do anything about it. It's just like, oh, man, that's that's really horrific. Right. <laughs> I, really, I thought also what was really effective was when he was in the apartment and then on the loudspeaker, one of the crazy leaders comes oh my on, God, that was great. Yeah. saying that all the women are going to be raped and the men's dicks are going to be cut off. And right. I was like, that was perfect the way they did that. Yeah. Well, well, when when they that was awesome, yeah, because you think, oh, okay, there's an emergency alert, and then the guy that's on the on the thing is a nut too, um, and infected. But the the moment the the film made me know okay this is this is really going out there is when they do the the mail on mail rape on the train i was like oh, oh my yeah. god i can't believe they went there <laughs> so you're okay with the skull fucking but dicks up the ass is not so much that was after mike that was after. <laughs> that was after. i said i said the moment i knew that the film was going nuts 
was was when when they have the guy going. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he was, speaking of, him. how did you like the press conference at the near the end? That oh, was great. The grenade. Oh that my god. That Best press conference off. ever. <laughs> that's yeah. that's how you finish by taking the. Well, see, that, that was a, that was another example that the virus took a long time. Because well, we don't know how long that dude had been exposed. No, but, no, no, but but like compared like, to the yeah. subway, yes. No, you're right, right, because everybody at the diner and the subway, they they turned immediately, while Jim, most likely, and the general were not infected right away, but they were. I mean, they were infected, but they weren't going nuts right away because the general did the whole speech and all that other stuff. Right. Because he didn't get bit while we were sitting at the press conference. So he had to be infected that entire six minute scene before he went nuts. You know, so I think you're right, Mike. It, it's different for everybody. But again, that's that's intentional because, you know, then they can make scenes that are awesome by having different for everybody. Right. I mean, I think the thing is, and we will all recognize this, um, in real life, anything like this is going to have variability. Something as predictable as the 28 Days Later Rage virus, or what was it, five seconds, 15 seconds? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Um, that was a, you know, is going to be the outlier. But no one, like, it would be nice if they established parameters, but no writer worth their salt is going to set up parameters that is going to deliberately hinder their storytelling. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And and even in the case of 28 Days Later, that was done to give a ticking clock to add tension whenever a person got exposed so you could start the clock and to add to that. So that was being used for the story. And they don't give a shit what problem it causes for people in the sequels down the road. <laughs> right. Right, right, yeah. True, true. Well, and one of the more uh, effective scenes from a mental standpoint, I thought, happened when at the end of the movie, they're the uh, the man and the woman are reunited, but he's infected at that point. Mm -hmm. And we found out that she's immune. Um, and like the things he's saying to her, it's like <laughs> it's like part of him that actually loves her is fighting to try and come to the surface, but it just can't do it. Yep. And so he's saying stuff like, I love you so much. I'm going to peel your skin off so slowly. <laughs> I fight it so hard to get back to you so I could cut your tits off. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Because he, he says something loving. And then the next sentence, he says something horrible. Right. Yeah. And, and I thought that was really in a, in a, in a, in a, awful horror movie kind of way, kind of touching because uh, he's the only infected person we saw express even a little bit of their remaining humanity. So he must've really loved her. Yeah. Well, right, she right. does not make it in the end, right? That's the bullet shots that you hear. The yeah, gunshots that, that, you hear. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> she gets toasted by the people on the top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the military, she kills her or the police. Yeah. Well, because and, and that, that, vaccine, that's how it. Sh that should have. That should have how it ended too. As I was very happy to end it that way. But again, why? Because that goes. That goes back to your limbic system, right? <laughs> because we're even. Because I'm assuming the guys in the helicopter weren't infected, because right, they okay. shot her and not. Yeah. You know. Um. <laughs> but that's still fear. That's still a, a 
core emotional drive. It's a survival instinct. And so they allow the fear to overcome what they should do, which we all know what they should do was to save her, to save humanity, and in do so doing, save themselves. But, yeah, you know, <laughs> the person who came up is not the person you were expecting. Right. Right. Well, well yeah. this is why I don't I don't argue with Phil when he says that's exactly how it should have ended, because this guy's in a helicopter. All they know is that oh, it's, absolutely. Not, it's not the person they came for. <laughs> right. It, yeah. it was basically well, basically it was it was like the night of the living dead. You know, the, the, the guy, right. the, the the final man in that he looks out the window and they just assume he's a zombie and they shoot him. Same. Principle. Well, is there anything in the film up to that point that made you think? Yeah, I think there should have end on a positive, affirming note. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Well, I no, but I wasn't thinking that. I think they were. I thought they were going to go where it would be an open ended, where she goes off on the motorcycle or a car, and, and then that's how it ends. Right. But they could have having her get killed. That's how it should have been end because because if they had gone open ended, it would be ah, that's kind of just cheesy to make certain people happy. Well, and depending on how well this movie does, you never know. We don't see it, so. Guns were fired. We don't know if she was hit. And Not yeah, sure. you could just as easily have a da, 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 stop shooting, and then they stop shooting. Right. Well, you, you know, I mean, I mean, it, it's it's in fairness, you you have a point there, but it's similar to like Stannis and Game of Thrones or how Ozark season four ends. No, I don't want to know. I haven't seen or, or, yeah, or even the Sopranos say. for that matter. I haven't that, seen them. That, that, but so, um. It's it's what it is. I didn't give anything away. It's just that it's <laughs> it's it, it's open ended, but you kind of know is what I'm saying. Well, and I think like this is also though it's not like we mentioned Train to Busan. Train to Busan throughout the film, you have certainly some instances of terrible people, but you also have people doing good things. The whole thing is set up where clearly the dad is kind of learning to be a better dad to his daughter. And it's about a lot about male sacrifice, you know, what dads give up for their families and all these other things that are there. So there is there are hopeful notes in that film. You don't have anything remotely like that in this movie. No. Well, uh, the only the only closeness I, is when he tries to save that guy. Also, and also him trying to get back to his, his woman. Yeah, those wife. two things are the only hopeful parts of the movie, and I would I don't know if that's enough. But I think everybody, um, I think everybody gets, gets burned. He gets infected by trying to get back to her. Yep. Well, yeah. The only difference between this one and say, uh, Busan, is that in Busan you have two people that make it at the end. All right. I mean, this is more like Dawn of the Dead. Uh, the Zack Snyder, James Gunn remake film where everybody is good and stuff, but some good, but everybody pretty much is wiped out. You know, that, that's a 50, a 20 year, five year old movie. So I'm not, I'm not worried. About so now Barrett, when you were talking about the person on the train who might've been going with their worst influences anyway, were you talking about the businessman? Yeah. He seemed oh, yeah. to be having a misogynist. He was, yeah, he was, he was approaching a precipice. <laughs> he was right there, and that and the the rabies thing took him over the edge. But he might have gone over the edge soon anyway. Well, well I'm wondering if he know. was infected I, I think, beforehand. Well, this I was wondering that too, Mike. Beforehand, but also he could just be an awkward awkward dork, right? And doesn't know people skills because technically, 
him talking to her, he was kind and polite. Well, and she politely and he kept going. So, kinda, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it, when she said stop talking to me and he kept continued, and that was well, and, and then and I'm then he starts going all incel on her because he did, she yeah. says, yeah, because she says, oh, I can't even compliment someone. No, you were perving. You were getting creepy. You went from a nice, which was already there's, you do note there's like a 30 year difference between the two of you. You went to a strange woman who you're sitting next to, talked about how beautiful she is, and well, then just right, kept but, pushing it. But, but I'm, you're being I'm, too I'm nice, Phil. You're I'm being too nice. Got, you're, you're probably right. There's but devil's advocate, I, and then there's, you know, something else. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 th- I honestly think he was probably just some schmuck that doesn't know how to talk to a woman. Well, he well, would have said that until he kept on, and then the things he said under his breath. Right, and then he starts talking about you can't even be nice to people anymore. It's a, no, that's a he complete. You, that's completely not what it was. If he was, if he was just a shy, awkward guy, then he wouldn't have started off on that ranty shit afterwards. But part of that is the fact that well, he mentions that he sees her almost every day on the on the on the train. Yep. Why today? Why today of all days would he bring this up? Because oh, we yeah, all know, we would all be, let's be honest, maybe if you were a straight, if you were straight, right, that's what I was going to say, if you're a straight man on that bus, or that train rather, every day, and you see a, a gorgeous woman every day, you will notice her. Yep. You will have those thoughts in your head. There is nothing wrong with that. Why would today be the day he decides to start to inch out and then starts getting aggressive about it? And then gets resentful when it's shot down. And that's why I'm wondering if he was already could, infected. Yeah. If it's he possible. might have already been infected. And yeah, I also understand possible. before any ladies start to write in, I am well aware men can be complete assholes without without a virus involved. Without a virus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but you know, the thing is is yeah, why why didn't he ask start talking to her, say Three weeks earlier, right? I mean, right. It, it, yeah, so he could have been already infected, and it could just have been because the writers needed to establish him as a villain to begin with. Yes, I'm sure. So we don't feel so we don't feel sorry for him later and say, "Well, he's just a victim of the virus." Because no, he's an asshole beforehand. Maybe that's the point because yeah. he becomes a villain specifically where nobody else really in the film tends to be they're all fairly faceless they come and go pretty quickly yeah. whereas he's going to be the oh yeah big he, becomes bad. The villain the, he becomes the big bad right because he yeah. right, he's yeah, yeah. yeah he's 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 stripe in in uh gremlins right you know he's like yes there's lots of evil mogwai but we have to give the one the stripe to specify he's the lead bad guy yep right He's definitely annoying. There's no doubt about it. Uh, that's why you know I'm always I'm always reading a book on the airplane and wearing headphones yes. if if I'm not uh, you know next to someone I know. And even there's when still, I'm there are still people that'll talk to you even though you have your headphones on. That's what kills me. Yeah. I'm like you see yeah. my headphones, I have to take them off to talk to you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> could you take fuck? your hand off my leg for Christ's sakes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a uh, unfortunate. Um, it's just just how it is, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's unfortunate. But I can see other people's like they're just trying to do a conversation and and they feel bad when you ignore them and and so I can understand that 
too, even though I prefer to be the person that would just leave me alone. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, you need to take a hint. It's okay to try. But at one point, she very nicely yeah. says, "I want to, you know, I want to read my book. Please, right. please right. stop bothering me." And, and I experienced that so much. You know, when you're reading a book, you don't want to be bothered. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. What once once she said, he she said, she said that I prefer to just read my book. Thank you. Then he should have been done. You're absolutely yes. right. Yeah. And yeah, he becomes the. The, the, the crazy villain. But the guy who initiates everything on the subway, that was a bit of a shocker for me because I, do, I don't... Which one? I wasn't expecting knife violence. Oh, that took no. me by surprise. Yeah. Oh. You know, okay. yeah, for all we know, yeah. the book she was reading could have been like A Hundred Ways to Please a Salary Man. We don't, we don't know. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> you're, you're right. It was, that it was is true. Kid. It was in Cantonese, so we don't know what it what it said. So I definitely Mike, don't know what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point, Mike. That's a fair point. For the Kama Sutra. That's right. It Fifty Shades that. of Fifty Shades of Grey. You know, you know. Could have been yeah. that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, what we were talking about right before that that joke Mike brought up about what the, she was. I was just saying oh, yeah, I didn't initiate knife. everything. We was using a knife, and for some reason that really surprised me. Well, and more than right. one person got a hold of that knife, right? Like that guy got tackled, and then someone else picked it up and started killing people. Yep. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Yeah, that's true. I, I'll tell you one thing. I mean, uh, you know, they had that sh- unfortunate, um, crazy guy that started shooting everybody on on the the train in New York City, and I was there a week later, and uh, yeah, I was freaking out the entire time I was on the on the subway, but then I kind of relaxed it. I just suck it up um but i'll tell you one thing i'm glad i didn't see this film but before i, w- I was in new york city <laughs> dude I was ta- I was, subway. yeah i was I'm taking so glad i don't have to deal with a subway i was taking 45 minute subway rides and yeah I, I i it was terrible um well it wasn't terrible but um i i am so glad i don't live in the city where i have well, to use public transportation well you know there's just something appropriate about the fact that the that that the spokesperson for Subway was a pervert. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'll tell you one thing. I, I definitely got in the car to drive to Coney Island. I said, I ain't taking no freaking Subway to transfer <laughs> over three three trains to get there. I'm just driving. Fuck that shit. Um, anyway, um, yeah, it, it was it was a pretty nuts scene, and and there's nothing you can do when you're on a subway. You, you you just can't run. Can't do anything until the train stops. Right. Yeah. Right. And was that a subway or one of those above ground fast yeah. trains that they have over? It was in a Asia? subway. It was a subway. Yeah. It was because it was, was tough. They, pull, they pull into that. Yeah. They pull into that one area. Also, you know what it kind of reminded me of? It kind of reminded me of that uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre film we saw earlier yeah. this year in the bus. Yeah, you know, and you can't get out of the bus, and he's just chainsawing everybody. Except this was a better scene by far. Yeah, right. I that think. was that was intentionally humorous. While while um, this one here was not trying to be humorous by any means. Although one of my favorite moments in the movie was uh, when they get off the train and they're trying to get away, and they they were that guy. It's like, what are you blind? <laughs> He goes, oh, shit, you are blind. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I can see myself doing that. that yeah, oh, oh and he got killed, too, the poor bastard. He tried, though. He did. He did. Yeah. 
my uh, my wife the had an time. axe. The guy had the axe. Well, he bit his nose too. He was going to fight. It wasn't fighting fair. No, it just reminded me of one time my wife was at the uh, at the salon getting her hair done, and she and bit somebody's uh, nose off. No, that would have been a better story. No, the the the, the they're like the her daughter who's like four years old is just sitting there babbling away like off in the corner and my wife said oh uh she has so much to say if only she could find the words she says well she was born without a tongue she says, oh, <laughs> oh, oh damn. is that a true story mike that is a true story oh, oh man only a, only a, a done with me would have that happen to them <laughs> oh god <laughs> Guilt trip. Guilt trip. That was a shot. I, I hope your wife doesn't go there again anymore. Jesus. Well, I, I'm sure she doesn't talk about the kid anymore. It's like my my mom uh, asking a blind person if he's seen any movies lately. <laughs> oh, Swear to God, it happened. I saw it. Uh, intended uh, there, huh? Oh man. <laughs> Anyway, um, anyway, uh, back to this film here. Uh, I'm more happy at, at notes, like like rape and torture and bloodshed. Um, <laughs> what do we got to say about this film here? What else we got? I, I see. I don't. It's not a. We hit the depth of the film, and then it's right. just. It's just an action what, film. What what yeah. carnage is the carnage that you like the most? And the truth is. I still don't think anything in this film was the most disturbing thing I've seen in a movie this year. Hmm. Oh, really? What movie would you say? Yeah, what well, maybe if we get to what we've been watching. Skull fucking. <laughs> I want to know fingers. Skull fucking. What? It'll be, what will we be watching? Mike will tell us, he said. I, I do think, Eric, I don't know about you, but for me, Hot Dog Fingers was pretty far up there. <laughs> mm. Uh, I don't think that's even on the same level. But no, that just creeped me out. But that's just a personal thing. But yeah, um, nice, uh, never mind. Yeah, different movie. I, I, I need, I need to know what is this. Watch everything everywhere all at once. Ah, uh, you can tell me uh, <laughs> offline then or something. All right, so no, there's nothing more to tell you. That's that we, we've that's told it. you everything you need to know. <laughs> Hot dog fingers. Hot yes. dog fingers. The you the see them in that movie. No, he told you the name of Which, the movie. Everything, Which, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, that's the title. Oh, of- oh, oh! You mean you mean that? That yeah. Okay, I gotcha. I forgot that's the title of that film. Yeah, yeah. And that was more disturbing, Mike. Than this one. That just was creepy to me. But there's another one. We'll get to it when it when we get to what we've been watching. Okay. <laughs> uh, anything else that we got to say about this one? I think we hit all the major things. I mean, it was mainly just varying levels of uh, violence and gore. Yeah. Yeah. I think the most oh, oh, extreme oh. was the the subway, and then the next most extreme was the diner, and then some of the stuff that happened at the hospital was pretty mm-hmm. pretty big. All right, and, and the tennis court, too. Yeah. Um, oh, we forgot to talk about, uh, really, talk about the um, the virologist at the end. Yeah. I thought he. I thought they were going to show human badness by having him rape her after he got her handcuffed to the thing. Oh right, right. I thought they were going to go that route, and then they didn't. I was kind of glad of that. Right. I, I did like how uh, he he used three D printing for his gun. That was awesome. Yes. <laughs> but it blew up in his hand. So yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's true. Fist shot or something. Yeah. 
Yeah, poor bastard. Oh, and he got the front part of his foot chopped off with the axe. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a, that's actually one thing that was in this movie that was was interesting to me is that in addition to uh, becoming psychotically violent and rapey, um, apparently there's also a drive to spread the disease uh, because that wasn't the only place where that happened. It happened in a diner and it happened, I think, one other time. Uh, where somebody like specifically expectorated to to try and like just get their shit on somebody else to spread the virus. Yeah, it's sort of like um, Ebola virus, where you go into convulsions near the end because that by that point you're, you're bleeding out of every right. orifice in your body, and, and so that helps. Mush. And that just helps spread things out just a little. That's a little horrifying. extra. Fine, I didn't know that, and now I'm going to have nightmares. Thanks. You have nightmares. Fortunately, though, with <laughs> no, that disease, fortunately with that disease is that it burns itself out quick. If there's no host yeah. around, then it just dies out. Right. It's. Uh, I learned from playing the game Plague Incorporated that the best way yeah, that's right. to kill off a population is to well, it's like this movie have a virus that is incredibly contagious but not very deadly, spread all over the place, and then mutate. And that's exactly what the premise of this movie is. Well, the problem with with that that's is that exactly right. that, vi- that mutations don't happen spontaneously across the population. Right? They do they if start, you're playing Plagues Incorporated. But they do. But they do. That's, <laughs> that's like my one complaint about the game is that there's not different strains. It's like everybody says, "Okay, all at once, one, two, three, evolve." You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. that's <laughs> that's a that's not point. that's not how right. that works. You know, we, we've learned yeah. how that works. Did you get yeah, a new like strain? The, the, yeah, the Delta, the Whatever the original one was called, Alpha, maybe. Yeah, yeah well, I was talking to somebody oh. last week that was talking about monkeypox, and they had heard that uh, it was it was mostly in homosexuals, which the little outburst in UK was a large percentage of homosexual people. Sure. But like, like she was talking about it, like it only affects homosexual people. I was like, that's not how yeah. disease works. <laughs> Well, yeah. you know, it's transmitted that's sexually, and yeah, because that's, that's why that won't, disease won't be like COVID is because that's the only way it it, it right is is from sexually promiscuous people. So if you're not banging everybody, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, but it doesn't care who you're having sex with. That's right, and for and for obvious <laughs> reasons, uh, for obvious reasons, if you are a gay man, then you have less reason to be using birth control. <laughs> You have less of a reason. Uh, assuming you've been tested for AIDS, right? Mm-hmm. Then you don't necessarily need to be using a condom. Where if you're a heterosexual couple, uh, that might be something else. Um, but yeah, nobody said. No, it is like suddenly it's like, oh, by the way, surprise, monkeypox. It's like the change in the rule of the game in the middle. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, uh, anything else on this film? Anyone? Anyway. No, I'm just going to say the concept of, um, <laughs> like, I, I understand what Mike's saying is, like, that's not exactly how it works. Um, but, like, just the con- concept of having, like, if if everybody who is infected with COVID right now suddenly had it mutate to make them violent, oh, my God, <laughs> that is a terrifying thought. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, th- this film here, though, it didn't say that everybody mutated. Um, there still could be multiple strains, but at this point, mm-hmm. all that matters is the Elven virus that made everybody go nuts is the one that matters. Oh, at this point. can I can I just say that I like the fact 
uh, that it was called the Alvin virus. I am sure that was a shot at the West for doing like Wuhan flu. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, that they just, would, because it took a very Alvin, Western name. Alvin and the chipmunks. Mm-hmm. So, yes. They took a very Alvin. Western name. <laughs> Alvin and the skull fucks. Uh, well, it was written by a Canadian. This is a hundred percent Caucasian Canadian guy that he could take a shot film. too, Phil. Right, so that's why he was the one that did it, not because it right. was Asian people that decided. No, I do. I, I just, I do still love the fact that they're like, no, no, we don't want people making fun of the Chinese and looking down the Chinese by calling it like a China virus or anything. So we're going to change it to naming it after the, the, the Greek letters. And what's right. next? Z. Z. Right. She. Oh, uh, oh, shit. <laughs> right. And then it was a, and then it was a, they had, they changed it. Yeah, they changed it twice. Yeah, and then it was like, okay, what's the next the next one? New, fuck. Okay, we're gonna now we're gonna have it in Abbott and Costello routine. Uh, which virus? The new one. Which strain? The new strain. That's what I'm talking about. What's the name of the new strain? New. Yes, the new strain. What's the new strain? Oh, All right, God. let's move on. Uh, well, I want to say one last thing as well. I think that this movie, um, this is where I classify horror, because what it did to the people was horrific, not because of the gore and everything else. That was just part of the background to me. Uh, the idea of what it did and turned people into is the scariest part. Uh, yeah. I think. I found the concept yep, yep. of being trapped within yourself. Um, unable to be stop yourself from doing these horrible things is is also terrifying. Well, that's yeah. the yeah. You know, the yeah. fear and get out, right? Being yeah, right. Yourself. Yeah, and and, and in just, the sunken place. And just uh, the zombies in general. It's it's like uh, an unstoppable virus that you could get infected. Um, who who's a victim and who's not? Because you know the strongest aren't, and the smartest aren't the ones that are going to survive. It's going to be the lucky people. Because mm-hmm. when it first hits, you know you can be the strongest and the smartest, and if the person next to you you run into the dude that bites your nose and has an axe, it doesn't matter. It doesn't right. matter exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I right, always thought that thing. was the most interesting thing about these zombie films. What's that, Mike? Yeah, so I, I I make that comparison when we talk. Uh, natural selection in school is you could be the smartest, strongest, sexiest deer that ever was. It and doesn't do you any good if you cross the street at the wrong time. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, or if you land up in front of a turn of corner and there's a, there's a grizzly bear there. Right. Dumb luck yeah. is always, always a factor. Yeah, exactly. Now they want to hurt deer, but they don't want to hurt you, Phil. I should have said, Bear. I knew I, once I said it, I was going to get You bear racist? Yeah, well, that's the thing. I, 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 seriously. I mean, yeah, no, I, I text my wife every every day when I'm in the forest. I go, I'm at this forest on this trail, so if if I'm, I don't come back, you know where the bear took me, so tell the cops. <laughs> you do. I don't know if I should go here or not, but what the hell. Um, you do know that bears, like, don't take hostages. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That, that 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 if I disappear, they'll they'll be able to find my corpse. You know, eat half eaten somewhere in the middle of the woods, and then they'll be on the right trail. You know, and, and with my oh, car, half eaten. Your dog will finish it. Yeah, well, he'll be she'll be taken out too, poor bastard. <laughs> um, but no, your the, dog will run. Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> right, but she'll get taken out too because because there's so you oh, know, they'll be busy munching on you. No, but you see, so, if you're in the middle of the woods. 
put it this way, we see a lot of signs everywhere in my town that have you seen Buffy? Because there's, <laughs> we have we have we have fisher cats, we got pumas, not pumas, um, bobcats, we got coyotes, we got foxes, we got bears. So and if you have a pet, you got a mental small, image of bobcat Goldthwaite jumping out from behind a tree in the forest. Yeah, oh yeah, we have them here. Yeah, we so, we have all the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. So so if you have a uh, your if you let your cat out and it's the type that will just wander away, it's it won't be coming back. And if you have a a, a dog that that isn't familiar with the woods, they ain't coming back. So yeah, yeah. So my dog would run, but she'll get taken out by something. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah, like, like this, the last time, I, uh, t- two days ago when I, or I actually, was it two days ago? You're just a bear racist. Yeah, it was yesterday. I, I wrote <laughs> to my wife, I'm on, um, skid, old skid road. And she, she thought I was being, uh, joking because she never heard of that trail because she thought I was talking about the skid row that I was at skid row and I mistakenly wrote road or autocorrect. I'm a, I'm on, I'm at skid row is what she thought I was trying to write. <laughs> It's like no, no, shut up. I'm I'm on a path called Old Skid Road, R O A D. So anyway, all right. So, so you uh, can always like make sure you leave some some markers on on Skid Road to make sure you can get back home. You know, <laughs> skid marks are very important. Indeed, indeed. Uh, all right, so let's uh, get into our uh, what we've been watching and any news that anybody wanted to discuss about um the two passings or anything else uh so let's start with uh you eric uh you got any uh news or uh, well i did post this on the group page on facebook but just in case uh this gets out in time for people to uh hear it uh fathom events is bringing uh the 1982 john carpenter movie the thing uh back to theaters in june um so if you were like me and love that movie, but have never had the opportunity to see it on the big screen, go to fathomevents.com and see if it's showing in your area. That sounds pretty cool. I'm actually typing that in right now, Eric. <laughs> uh, anything else, Eric? Uh, news or what you've been watching? Um, I watched a... Uh, this is actually the second... Finnish horror movie I watched this year uh, called Hatchling. And it was really oh, weird. Mike saw. Did you watch that, Mike? Yeah, in theaters. Okay. Yeah. It didn't show in theaters near me, but uh, I got to see it. It's available for digital rental now. Watched it with Dan and Susie last weekend. And uh, it was really weird, but I liked it. Um, so worthy. Uh, somebody else should watch it and see. Well, well, if 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 Mike wants to do it, I I, I could certainly see that. Um, because it's it's a, it's it's a good film about terrible parents. <laughs> uh, and other than that, I haven't really been watching movies. I just finished up my I think this is my fourth watch of the entire series of The Shield. Um, and I just finished that up last night. Best show ever. Excellent. Um, speaking of uh, Fathom events, uh, June 5th and and June 6th, Sunday and Monday, uh, Wizard of Oz. No, oh, nice. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. And uh, this weekend coming up is Smoking the Bandit. That's right. If, if, uh, they, have, they have a lot of cool movies. I just never remember to like check them out. Check yeah. out when they're showing and buy tickets. Yeah, my yeah. problem is the nearest theater that shows anything from them is an hour away. 
Yeah, yeah, that's a problem. If it was if it was closer, I would go a lot more often. Uh, Poltergeist is also coming. I'm trying to remember if that's September. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is supposed to be coming. Right, right. Yeah, let me see uh, how close yeah, it is. Said. To me. <laughs> oh, uh, my oh. closest is about 18 miles away. So, mm. uh, Rockingham Park, Salem, Salem, New Hampshire. So, so. Well, my that. closest is like 33 miles away, but that's an hour's drive because I don't get to fly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for me it's uh, it's only about thirty five minutes because uh, it's um, pretty easy to get to Salem from where I am. We, but the only problem is you get across a river, so there's only like so many bridges. But once you because besides that, it's 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 pretty easy to get to. So yeah, if, if I didn't have to cross the river, it would take nothing to get there. Anyway, um, all right, is that all, Eric? Yep, that's it. All right, let's go with you, Mike. Uh, we we want to hear. Uh, what you've been watching or any news or, or stuff you want to talk about? Well, first of all, just to, to troll, uh, this, the, the star Wars fans, they, uh, they released uh, star Trek, the motion picture on the orthodox, oh, uh, uh, star Wars day, which is May 25th. And I went to see that last night for the first time I've seen it in theaters since 1979. Since, is um, it the director's cut they showed? It is the director's cut. Oh, that's and you cool. know, I've I've watched. It's been a while since I've watched it, but I watched it a lot uh, over the years. Um, I think it's probably the most underrated of this of those films. Uh, but I could definitely feel it more in theaters than I do when I'm at home, because yeah. it still needs editing. The only problem with editing it is that you have that fantastic Jerry Goldsmith score that would be screwed up if you uh, start editing the. Um, start editing the pacing of it. So I don't know how they will pull that off. Um, but yeah, I, so that was nice. And, uh, seeing that last night and like I said, I might actually go because I've got a long weekend. I might try to pull off smoking the bandit this weekend. We'll see. No, uh, but uh, definitely, but definitely the thing has got to be up there. Yeah. Was the star Trek, uh, part of the fathom events? Yeah, it's fathom events. Okay. Yeah. So how's it feel seeing, um, Stephen Collins now? After his baggage and him starring in the film, does it affect no you at all? Nope, I didn't what know you... if he has baggage. I don't know what you're talking about. Stephen Collins, the actor, um, he kind of um, uh, sexual misconduct with with um, a 14 year old. Okay, yeah. I I mean I could still watch 20... with Kevin. I yeah, can still watch fair. things with Kevin Spacey, so... Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's fair, that's fair. Yeah, Kevin Spacey was actually just uh, charged with three things in the UK today for a yeah. rape or something like that. So, yeah, so... But I can still watch his films, too. You're absolutely right, Mike. No, I was just curious. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. You know, I'm not, uh, and I'm, not trying, I'm not trying to make light of, of yeah, what they've done, but, uh, you know, I have no control over it, and, uh, you know, I'm not... If, the, if it turns out the guy that installed my new water heater today... Is a child molester. I'm not uninstalling the water heater. Um, well, and plus, and plus, you know, it's just one individual, and, and there's a whole film crew of like 200 to 300 people, you know, that, that make right. a film. So, I mean, should everybody be punished? You well, know, I can still later? enjoy like <laughs> Beetlejuice and um, Ferris Bueller's yeah. Day Off, even though Jeffrey Jones is in it, and, and Alec Baldwin for that matter. <laughs> 
I wasn't aware he was a child molester. No, but but he was a he's a murderer. That, that could be <laughs> well, there, there, that's a whole that to me is a very very <laughs> different circumstance. But you know my point. But yeah, I see your point. I, I, anyway, let's move on. I was just curious if. Please let's move on. Yeah, let's please move on. So uh, anyway, uh, what else, Mike? Uh, besides, so I did. I also went and saw. Um, I did a double feature last weekend. Uh, I went to see the unbearable weight of massive talent, starring the uh, the second greatest actor of our age, of course, that being Nicholas Cage, the most punchable actor of our age. Yeah, um, uh, co-host Johnny <laughs> of the Halloween Boutique Secretary Review star, and he said it was awesome. It's good. I, I think it's got. Um, I don't know that anybody that many other people would notice it's got some editing issues, uh, but it's a fun film. Uh, and I, I could certainly recommend it, but it would probably be more of a, unless you're a diehard Nicholas Cage fan, I would be more tempted to say it's a, it's a streaming rental, you know, or free streaming thing more than a rush right out to see it in theaters kind of thing. Um, but I liked it. Uh, it's at the very least, it's worth it to, to watch the scenes where Nicholas Cage is having, uh, arguments with his himself. Um, he has like a couple of moments where he's having like the Nicholas Cage, the the person is having his movie star persona appears on screen and is having you know an argument with him. Uh, so it's kind of fun uh, and sometimes gets a little erotic, but that's fine. Um, so it's a fun movie. Uh, the other thing I saw was Men, which is Alex Garland's film. Uh, from the guy who did uh, Ex Machina and Annihilation. Annihilation. And he also wrote the screenplays for Dread and 28 Days Later. Right. And he, this is a good example. Uh, this is one of those films and, you know, where it's, it's uh, that sort of psychedelic kind of BS that I'm usually not a fan of. And I'm still not really a fan of it. It's not my, so this is not going to be my favorite Alex Garland film by a, by a mile. Uh, but it's um, it's definitely got at the end um, this sort of blended effects, right? So visual, meaning practical effects and CGI scene that, um, yeah, it's uh, yeah that 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 I think is going to end up being I found <laughs> way creepier. I, than I heard I that saw. described on a podcast uh, this week. Okay, yeah, and I, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. I really don't want to spoil it. Um, it is it is one of these films, and I know somebody walked got up and walked out. It's an A twenty four film. Somebody got up and walked out in the middle of it. It's one of these things where they're not going to like explain the home film to you. Oh, I mean, it's there, there's not a hundred percent plot logic. Oh, although, so like this um, is the film that you're saying that was more disturbing than it has a film? scene. Okay, gotcha. There is a scene, and yeah, it is a metaphor film. It's a metaphor about sexual relations between men and women. Um, because it's a, it's about a woman who, you know, is dealing with the death of her husband, who was uh, a gaslighter. Um, and I'm sure that's going to end up dividing people and people are going to like or dislike it maybe for the wrong reasons as a result of that. Uh, I don't think the symbolism is all that hard. If you've taken basic psych and know what a, what is represented by a cigar or a tunnel, then you should be able to figure out a lot of the symbolism. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely recommend it, um, and it's certainly worth I think doing an episode about. There's a lot there to unpack and a lot there to talk about, and I think anyone who's a fan of body horror is going to want to see that last scene. 
All right, sounds good. Anything else, Mike? No, you did say that it was a possible uh, uh, episode for Dr. Yeah, I did Trek. say it was a possible episode. And speaking of possible episodes, I just got my DVD of uh, of X, uh, my Blu-ray of X in. So that is available. Right, it should be that available. Too. That should be available to watch for streaming prices now. And it's another yeah, film it's I, regular, regular rental price now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm putting a, a list together of films that we've discussed that we, we should uh, watch. But uh, next week we're doing a... Uh, a tribute episode. Uh, oh but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, after but, uh, that, we're, we're going to start getting into some more new films, just as we did today. Uh, continue, Mike. But I'm going to save man between this and X and Hatched and Cursed and this is uh, this is this is just shaping up to be a freaking fantastic year. Well, I got to say, in Q1, I was despairing, uh, and it happens Q1 every year because. Nobody puts out any good horror movies the first quarter of the year. Um, but man, uh, this this past <laughs> two months, we've gotten some good stuff. All right. Uh, anything else, uh, Mike? No, I'm, I'm good. I, I, I hit my four films. That should be enough. All right. Sounds good. Uh, for me, uh, I don't really have many news. Uh, uh, I mean, I have more news than, than, than what I've been watching. Uh, I've, I've been playing video games. I've played a video game called Slender. Uh, it's about Slenderman. Um, it's a really good uh, video game. Uh, I played it, um, with the kids. Uh, it, though it's not appropriate for kids, but my kids like Halloween stuff. So, uh, they thought it was pretty awesome. Uh, also playing Strange, Life is Strange, True Colors, which is, uh, it's kind of a, a supernatural type drama series. It's uh, like the fifth game in the series. Um, more of a adventure thing where, you know, you do choices. Um, and that's really good too. Uh, so I've been playing that. Uh, some news. Uh, August is uh, the She-Hulk. Uh, the trailer has been released. Uh, that's coming out in August for on Disney+. Plus. Uh, game of Thrones, the new Game of Thrones is coming out August 19th. Um, and that trailer has been released. Um, I think there's a couple other trailers too, but I forget what those shows are. Um, but that's the news. There was uh, a really bizarre, at least to me, uh, trailer for the third, uh, fourth season of Westworld. And I have no idea what they were, what, like it was no, no oh, sense of what the story is going to be. It could be one of those, uh, sneak peek trailers rather than the real trailer. Who knows? Um, also, uh, Netflix has put a warning in front of Stranger Things for first episode because uh, I guess the first scene of the episode is violence to children. Uh, so that's a heads up on that. And so that's a out, recommendation. <laughs> I was going to say, out. that means Mike's going to watch it. And that comes out tomorrow, as a matter of fact. So tomorrow, the 27th oh, Jesus. of May. So uh, they're dropping the entire season for season three, I mean season four. Uh, and that's pretty much all I got for, for news. Um, and then uh, the, I've just been watching Halo. That just wrapped up for folks who don't follow our Halo podcast, which Mike mentioned earlier. Uh, speaking of uh, mad scientists, uh, the Dr. Halsey, she she was crazy in that show. Um, the podcast well, again, the, the, the character not. does unethical experiments for the betterment of mankind. Or at least in her eyes. Um, because that's obviously... 
her opinion. Um, but either way, uh, I've been watching that. The season just ended. Uh, pretty solid show. Uh, if you like science fiction stuff, if, you know, it's like uh, if you're a fan of the Star Trek series is on uh, on Paramount Plus uh, or, or even even the Star Wars stuff on Disney, uh, the Halo uh, series would, would probably be in your cup of tea as well. Um, oh, and so, they just uh, dropped today because it's a Star Wars celebrity. The, um, for people who like Rogue One, uh, they're doing a prequel series about Cassian Andor, who is the, uh, the male rebel. Uh, so they're doing a whole series about him. And Kenobi coming, comes out tomorrow. Right. That's coming out in, uh, I think end of August. So the trailer is coming out tomorrow. Kenobi. No, the, tra- the, the, the oh, trailer Kenobi's is out. out. Obi- and Obi-Wan Kenobi is coming out tomorrow. The Andor series is coming out. Oh, cool. oh the actual Nerd TV shit. series. Y'all need to get back in your basements. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So hey, uh, I have my own house. I can nerd out uh, upstairs. Thank you very all right. much. <laughs> all right. So uh, let's go with you, Barrett. Uh, before you begin, Barrett, I'm uh, just curious. Uh, have you been playing any uh, Resident no. Evil Village? No. No, you should. You should. It's really good. But yeah, anyway, yeah. Six. Again, as long as you keep asking that, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's just a joke. I don't have really anything else besides. Yeah, Kenobi comes out tomorrow. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Oh, you were watching Ozark for a while there. Have you have you continued? Uh, I finished the first season. I need to get into the second season. Um, and I just got my 4K copy of Life Force. Um, so kind of happy oh, nice. about that. Yeah. Excellent. That's from Screen Factory? I think so, yeah. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah. Oh, I, I just got um uh my Blu ray of Femme Fatale, the Brian De Palmer, Rebecca Romaine, Antonio Banderas film. Uh that one just came out. Um and since I've been watching some of the oh, I have been watching that Star Trek, the new Star Trek. What's that called? Mike Stranger Worlds? Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. So I watched episode one. I uh, went when Sean Fox told me that Rebecca Romaine was in it. I said, "Oh, I got to check that shot." So I watched it, and I, I do like how it is episodic rather than um, not because episodic you can miss things an episode and, and not get lost. Uh, that's you, the reason why, why would I stopped you, watching. Why would you? Why would you miss things? It's all on streaming. No, no. But you're right. You're right. But. That that's a fair point because um, th- even though they come out weekly, um, you, you you're right you, you won't miss it because it, it's on the streaming service itself. Like when Sal uh, Better Call Saul came out, it was only on a non-streaming service, but it was still cable. And if you missed an episode, you lost. And so that's why I stopped watching that show when when it was coming out weekly back before it ended. Um, but um, this show here, you're right. You don't have to worry about it, but I do like the fact that it's episodic because enough. That's how the shows used to be back when we were younger was episodic. And I kind of began missing that stuff. Um, and now that the show, the Star Trek is episodic. It, it's, um, it's good. It's, it's I, I don't miss that, but I like that this one is not episodic. I like that. It's just, uh, a story in each one seems encapsulated. It is, it is that's episodic. episodic. That, that's, that, what that's what I meant. Yeah. Episodic means. Serialized yeah, is the other way. Serialized. Yeah. 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 I'm glad it's not serialized. Yeah. That's exactly. what I meant to say. Yeah. There's too many things that have just gone serialized recently, and and 
when we were younger, it was all episodic. Uh, I think it should be more of a mix. That's why X-Files was pretty cool, because it was both episodic and serial combined. Yeah. 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 And, oh, and same with Supernatural, too. That, that was kind of like that, too. True. Yeah, but then that ended up with like really weird things because you're building up to a, some momentum, and they're like, "Oh shit, we're still like six weeks away from the season finale. We're just gonna have yeah. to do random shit and forget <laughs> the fact that they just kidnapped their mother or Ruh-roh. something, you know, <laughs> and have them cross over with Scooby Doo." <laughs> yeah, I knew you were gonna bring that one up. Um, all right, and that's pretty much all I got. Uh, so I guess we can get into our final thoughts. Oh, actually, anything else, Barrett? for you well you already did rant it up yeah you pretty much said it yeah no, I, don't, I don't really have anything else exciting yeah, yeah all right fair enough all right so uh let's get into uh, a couple of things first which is uh, eric you actually do another podcast for your buddy dan i do it's a general interest podcast called the skizzy podcast that's spelled a-s-k-a-n-c-i-t-y you can find it wherever you got this one excellent and uh, eric uh, we just uh, made a date that uh we're going to be recording a new episode of another podcast that me you and mike do yeah mike's supposed to talk about this one but yeah but he's gonna uh, talk about another one (laughs) it's cinema a la carte uh that is the podcast where we discuss movies that don't quite fit under the dark discussions umbrella uh so we've done some random one like uh collateral and starlet and inside out and the edge and stuff like that um so uh, it, I believe, comes through in the Dark Discussions main feed and also has its own feed uh, if you're interested in that. Uh, and we're going to be recording another episode soon. Excellent. And uh, Mike, uh, me, you, Barrett, and Sean Fox just wrapped up uh, a podcast. For, oh, we're doing, at, at we're, doing season. we're doing past tense podcast. Okay, yes, that is Cortana's Communiques, where we discuss the new Paramount Plus TV series Halo, based on, kind of, sort of, on the video game series <laughs> Halo. Uh, yeah, that that is that is seventy five percent really good, uh, <laughs> and then there's another twenty five percent that shall not be named. But yeah, if you want to hear us talk about that for nine episodes uh, until they bring it back again, it has been renewed for a second season. So if you don't like starting a thing not knowing if it's going to um continue, it has it did well enough in the ratings, it is coming back. So you can find us on. You know, your usual streaming services. Indeed. And uh, Barrett, myself, you, and uh, maybe uh, Johnny will be doing, uh, coming back uh, for a themed month for another podcast. What's that podcast? Yeah, um, it will be LGBTQ month, um, and it's the Halloween uh, Boutique Psychotronic Reviews. Um, I don't know the movies yet. Uh, You are picking them, and I am just waiting to see what I get to watch. Yep, yep, we're choosing our four art house uh, lesbian films. Uh, just got to make sure they're available for streaming everywhere. Um, and we'll be doing one a week uh, during the month of June. And uh, I will have those for you this weekend. And uh, I guess we'll, we'll probably maybe record on maybe Sunday nights, maybe, I'm thinking. I don't know. That maybe, Works for me. I don't know if that, yeah, all right, so we'll, we'll do that. So we're going to probably record on the 5th, the 12th, the 19th, and the 26th. And get each episode out the week of that recording. So uh, not not sure what day yet, but 
we'll record it on the fifth, and we'll probably get it out maybe the sixth or seventh or eighth, something like that, uh, and so on and so forth. And uh, so start looking out for Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Review episodes as well. All right, so let's get into our final thoughts on the film that we watched tonight called The Sadness, and uh, we'll start with you, Eric. Uh, I really like this movie a lot. Um, it is gnarly, gnarly violence, uh, which isn't for everybody. Um, <laughs> given the fact that a horror streaming service put a content warning in front of it, should tell you what you need to know. Um, but yeah, I was into it. Uh, it's probably going to end up on my uh, best of list for there. All right, sounds good. Uh, for me, yeah, uh, yeah, it's a really good film. Uh, I'm not sure where it'll fall on my top. 20 list, but it'll, it'll probably fall somewhere. Uh, I don't, I don't think I'll have it as high because, um, it's a pretty basic story and similar to stuff we've seen in other zombie films, if more extreme. Uh, but it's, as Eric stated, it is a really good film and a high recommend for a select audience, specifically Gorehounds and midnight movie, uh, fans and grindhouse fans as well, because there is, uh, some crazy, there's even an orgy scene too, uh, at one point. So, uh, um, yeah, uh, high recommend for a certain type of people, uh, but definitely a high recommend for, uh, strong horror fans. Um, Barrett. Yeah, I really like this film. It's definitely, uh, not for all audiences, of course. Um, I'm really hoping that Eric didn't literally get into it. Um, but yeah, this was a good movie and it was fun to watch. <laughs> Still drying. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, Mike. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're one of those people who can't stand these uh, overly intellectual, slow burned, A24 type artsy fartsy horror films, I think I have the antidote for you. Uh, that is not to say this is anyway a bad film. Boy, but this is this is a this is a, a very intense film. And if you have that warped sense of horror humor uh, where you find terribly disturbing things funny, you can have a good time with this film. Uh, this will definitely be on my 20, top 20 list for the year. I have no idea where, because, yes, it is not the deepest film. It does not have the most original plot, but you don't always need that to have a good time. So, yeah, um, just be careful, like, who you're watching it with. So, uh, oh, yeah, so good. definitely recommend only Mike would say such a film was a good time. <laughs> but no, somebody had a good I, time in it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but um, you might be able to use this for that one scene for your special month of Halloween boutique. <laughs> and Mike, Mike, what was that? What, what was that uh, great line in the movie that you said at the very beginning of the podcast? That you want to know if it, it was a common thing to say? I don't remember which one. The oh, the uh, oh, the uh, yeah. I, I was it. He said, "I still have uh, her eyeball fluids on my I dick." Actually, I, I have the quote here. I just oh, there it you go. So it's a screenshot. It says, oh, <laughs> "I can't believe I'm going to say these words out loud." Uh, her eyeball fluid is drying on my dick right yeah. now. How about that's that? A, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, wonderful. Oh, oh. but yeah. Uh, I was, there, there was a there was a line from George Carlin where he strung together some words in a bizarre sentence, and he said, you know, that I'm the first person whose history has ever put those words together like that. Me, first one, number one. I think this is another case where that's where that's point. the case. Yeah. yeah. 
That I'm impressed. It's the first movie I think that's really literally had skull fucking. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, the big, the big head that the came big out head? in 2013. Yeah. Oh, I have not seen that one. Yeah. Yeah. It got a lot of press back, and then for indie horror what, fans, was it similar? I didn't see it because I didn't want to watch it <laughs> because of that topic. It's like, oh, okay, I don't want to watch it. Uh, but yeah, it, it no, it's supposed to be. It's about these rednecks that do that to just kind of like a combo of deliverance and something. Ah. Yeah. No, that's what I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the big head. Um, and it was written by a, a novel by Edward Lee that, or a novella or something like that. It was kind of popular at that time. Um, all right. So uh, once again, the film is called uh, Sadness, uh, 2022 film for our uh, standards because uh, the film was released uh, we're in our region uh, this year. Uh, the film is from Taiwan in the Cantonese language. Uh, Taiwan. Uh, uh, the reason, I, the way you know it's Cantonese versus Mandarin uh, is that not not by at least this is how I know. I know that Taiwan and Hong Kong and some of southern China speak Cantonese, and then the rest of China speaks Mandarin, and you always can remember that because just remember M for more. So the more people speak Mandarin, and that's how I always remember. Um, but either way, this is Cantonese because Taiwan is Cantonese. Um, and uh, it is available on Shudder. Uh, I'm sorry for that annoying trivia, Eric. I apologize. And <laughs> Wow, I was don't, don't, don't apologize for annoying Eric. But I was impressed that Eric didn't say uh, say only you would have to say something. I, I tried really hard not to say anything, but apparently I was thinking loudly enough that you heard me. <laughs> yes, 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 indeed. Uh, but anyway, um, uh, available on Shutter, and um, you can watch it there. So uh, with all that stated, Eric, why don't you lead us up? All right, thanks for tuning in. Let's, let's talk about the sadness. Come back next week. We'll have another topic. Thank you.